0: Hi everyone, welcome to Legacy TV. My name is Sarah, and we're back this week with you. My friend, good friend Carly, from Terra Des Ministries, is here, and we're so glad to have you here, you guys here this week. You and yeah. Ashley both. Be happy to be here. Uh, I know, but we met um, a few years back, maybe maybe two years ago. Mm-hmm. I don't know for sure. So. And um, we've just developed a good friendship, and it's just awesome to see how God is using them in their ministry. And um, we. have met at Andrew's meeting. Yeah. Andrew Womack's meeting yeah. and Carly's been working with him for how many years? I think it was 10 years, 10 years. years. Yeah. And you guys may have seen her some on the healing is here conference or a different time. She's been over the healing school there. And then her and her husband actually have launched out into their own ministry. And I really encourage you guys to check them out, but they have just an awesome, awesome testimony of how God just supernaturally healed, um, Well, Carly, and then also their little girl, Hannah, when she was really little, she had what, three days left to live?
1: Yeah, just a few days. Just a few days.
0: And it's just Mm -hmm. awesome to see and to hear that, you know, no one else could have fixed their situation except for Jesus. Mm -hmm. No one. (laughs) And she'd be the first to tell you. But we just want to really just take some time to get into the Word and encourage you in your situation today. Maybe you're believing God for one of your children to be healed and Jesus loves your child Amen. <laughs> and he is so faithful. And really we started in Mark chapter five last week, mm-hmm. but now we're gonna look at this passage of scripture in Luke chapter eight Mm -hmm. about Jairus. And if we can just start in verse 40 and then we can get into it, I'd love to hear from you and hear more of your testimony. Um, Verse 40 says, so it was when Jesus returned that the multitude welcomed him for they were all waiting for him. You know what, first of all, let's just pray real quick before we get into this. Father, Mm -hmm. we love you. We worship you. We thank you for your word. Thank you, Father, for, for what you have done in Carly and Ashley's life. And their children's lives, how you love them, how you've been so faithful to them. I thank you for your word that it worked for them and it will work for anyone who hears it and will believe it. So right now we receive your words to us. Open our eyes. Just put in us exactly what you need us to see. Do all that you can do in us today. In Jesus name. Amen. Verse 40. So it was when Jesus returned that the multitude welcomed him for they were all waiting for him. Mm-hmm. And behold, there came a man named Jairus and he was a ruler of the synagogue. He fell down at Jesus feet and he begged him to come to his house for he had an only daughter about 12 years of age and she was dying. But as he went, the multitude throngs him. So he gets stopped by the uh, woman with the issue of blood yeah. and does a miracle there. We touched on that last week. So if you haven't seen last week, week's I encourage you to go back and watch it but he he gets to the point where um, one of somebody comes to him and says uh, verse 49 your daughter is dead do not trouble the teacher that's
1: not a good report
0: that's a bad bad (laughs) report do not trouble him Um, but when Jesus heard it he answered him saying do not be afraid Mm -hmm. only believe and she will be made well. Mm -hmm. And I had it in my heart to really talk about what it means um, to not fear Mm -hmm. and choose to believe, only believe. And as I prayed about this and I thought about our time together here, I couldn't help but think about the last week we talked all about your testimony, Mm -hmm. but I couldn't help but think about Hannah's testimony and how you guys came to find, get, gain wisdom and revelation on seeing how Jesus healed in scripture and you had to stand and believe for her to be right. healed. And so we, we just mentioned that. Tell us a little bit about yeah. what happened to yeah. Hannah. Yeah,
1: absolutely. So Hannah, when Hannah was, um, when she was in the womb actually, she was diagnosed with all kinds of different things. They told us that she had just half a brain, that um, all of her hands and her feet were deformed. And I remember they took us, um, I think I was about 30 weeks pregnant, they took us into little side room and they said, what do you want to do? These are the scans what do you want to do about your pregnancy? And something on the inside of me just went off. I'm like, I want to have my baby. Thank you very much. Mm -hmm. They had stopped calling Hannah a baby at that point because they expected us to have a termination. I'm like, no, we're going to have our baby. Mm -hmm. And I remember we sat in the car, Ashley and I, with with the doctor's report. And, you know, no one likes to have that kind of that's not a happy moment, yeah. right? When you get that report, you know, your, your daughter has died, just here like Jairus is saying, or, or it's a mm. negative report from the doctor or yeah. wh- wherever it's come from. We have a moment of decision in our heart at that point. Whose report are we going to believe? Yeah. And something inside of us just said, God has another report. God has another report. Yeah. And, and we just know that God is bigger than this. Yeah. You know, he's, he, he's, he made Hannah. He designed Hannah in my womb, right? He knit her together. And therefore, he has the blueprints to Hannah. And and if he has the blueprints, then he knows how to fix her if she's broken. Mm-hmm. And so we just determined in our heart. We prayed about it, my husband and I. And um, we just determined at that point to just not talk, talk about it anymore. Yeah, We didn't go home. We didn't tell our parents, our family. We didn't discuss it amongst ourselves mm-hmm. you from did, that moment again. You didn't give voice to fear. And that was huge. You had a moment right yeah. there where you made the choice. Yep. Absolutely. And we weren't, you know, this is important because sometimes people think faith is denying the facts. Mm -hmm. We weren't denying the facts. We had a negative, a very negative doctor's report. Faith is not denying the facts, but faith is saying the facts in this natural world don't supersede the facts that we know in God's word. And we decided to place God's word above and his promises above what we were feeling, what we were experiencing, what the doctor's report said, what we Mm -hmm. saw in the natural And so um, Hannah was born and uh, she had none of the deformities. She had a fully functioning brain. She had nothing wrong with her that they could find in that moment. All of the things that were on the scan that were in that doctor's report were null and void. Amen. But, you know, I really believe that um, the devil, he wasn't quite done then. Mm -hmm. And so when Hannah was born, even though all of the things we'd had some victory, the very things that we would prayed for had had turned around. There were some things that we didn't know that were going on with Hannah. And so, when she was born, she was. Um, she she's always struggled to, to to feed, to eat any kind of, um, to, to drink milk, anything. She couldn't swallow properly. And so, by the time she was um, three years old, she was the size of a nine-month-old baby. She had had really stunted growth. She couldn't swallow properly. Her body could not absorb any protein. And we didn't know that for a couple of years. She wasn't diagnosed with a condition until she was two years old. We just. Knew that she was having trouble, you know, eating and things, and she was always in pain. But when she was diagnosed at two years old, she had a disease called um, eosinophilic enteropathy, and it's an autoimmune disease. But basically, it means that her body was attacking itself, so it couldn't break down protein in food, it couldn't absorb any nutrients, and if you can't absorb any nutrients from food, eventually you're going to starve to death. Mm. And so we were seeing that Is process. Is like an autoimmune condition? Exactly, okay. exactly. The body kind of turns on itself and attacks itself with, with inside. And so, anytime she put any kind of food in her, um, that that uh, that disease we just call massive inflammation, swelling, obstructions, pain, vomiting—it was horrible. And um, by the time she was three and a half, she was she was all of her hair had fallen out. She was pretty much in a vegetative state. She wasn't walking. She wasn't talking. She couldn't control her, her bowels anymore. I mean, mm. she couldn't she couldn't swallow. She had never eaten solid food in her life because mm. she couldn't swallow it. Mm. And um, and they, put a, they inserted a feeding tube into her stomach to try and feed her with a synthetic formula, not to cure the disease, but to try to prolong her life a little. Mm-hmm. And her body started to reject that, kind of um, kind of like a, if somebody's had a transplant, they'll go into rejection. And so once that happened, they, they said, there isn't anything else that we can do for her. She is the most extreme case of this condition, that, which is rare anyway, that we've ever seen. And so they sent her home to the hosp- from the hospital, anticipating that she'd live about a week. Yeah. And um, but you know we we just knew by that point we'd been going through a journey with the Lord, and um, we had a lot of misconceptions about who God was. Mm. And even though i had been healed of epilepsy, we didn't realize that it, God is always good. Yeah. And uh, looking back now, I think man, we just didn't connect the dots, I guess. Mm-hmm. But we didn't realize that it wasn't just a one-time event. That in fact. God is always good. Yeah. And his healing power is always yes. And it's always for you. And yeah. it's always yes and amen. Amen. The promises yeah. of amen. God are yes and amen, not not no, wait, or maybe. Yeah. And and so um when we started to to understand some things in the word of God, we got into the word of God, we got into actually teaching from Andrew Womack. Yeah. His ministry really helped us. And uh, we started to get some revelation going on there. And and we started to realize that Jesus is going around healing everyone, and therefore this applies to, you know, there's Jesus is the same yesterday, today, and forever. If he's if he's healing people in the scriptures, he's healing people today. That's yeah, it, right? Yes. He hasn't changed his mind. Yes. So we just decided to to get serious about our relationship with the Lord, mm. and um, and it was just a matter of time. We didn't we didn't take Hannah home. We took her to a conference, mm. and we had it prayed for, and um, we just we knew in the moment that she had hands laid on her, that the word was spoken over her, that. It, it, that was it. We had yeah. done what the Word of God said. Mm. You know, we lay hands on the sick and they shall recover, and we spoke words of life to her body. We commanded her her intestinal system to start to start absorbing and, and functioning as it was created to. Mm-hmm. And, um, and you know, that was that's the, really the end of the story because you know nothing. We couldn't see any change after she had been prayed for, nothing changed outside. She still looked like she was dying, right? Yeah. But on the inside of us, we we chose to believe. Mm. We knew that the word had been set forth and it doesn't return void. Mm-hmm. And so um, the next challenge we had was if we really believe the word, what do we do with it?
0: Mm-hmm.
1: And uh, we're like, well, we either believe she's healed or we don't. And it was hung- we were hungry and it was lunchtime. So we went and said, well, if she's healed, she can eat. And we just started feeding her. Yeah. And I mean, the, uh, the end of the story is she's, uh, she's nearly 16 now and she's never had any doctor's treatment. She had the feeding Thank tube removed. She's never had another symptom since that day. So awesome. She was instantly healed Thank in that Thank Lord. Yeah. So awesome. <laughs> it's really cool.
0: But you had a lot of opportunities, I'm sure, yep. during that time
1: mm-hmm.
0: when fear came. You know, yep. one thing to think about, um, I was talking to my dad about this one day last week, but fear Is not just a feeling that you have. Mm -hmm. There is a spirit of fear. Fear is a spirit. And you know, one thing that we need to always be mindful of, even though we don't want to focus on the devil, we don't want to be always devil conscience, but we do want to think about we have an adversary. Yeah. We have an enemy who has been, (laughs) he is arrayed against us. He is not for us.
1: And it says, I think it's first Peter 5, it says, he roams around as a roaring lion, seeking whom he may devour. He doesn't have the right to devour him. But if he can get us into fear, he steals all of our time, all of our attention, all Mm. of our emotional energy. Mm. You know, and you know what worry is, right? It's just playing that fear over and over again. And we start to get our focus off of the Word of God Mm. as we step into fear, we step out of faith. Mm -hmm. And Jesus, it must have been very important. Mm -hmm. If Jesus stopped
0: Jairus and he said, fear not, Mm -hmm. only believe. And if it was all up to Jesus in that moment, what would happen? If it was just predestined, what would happen to that little girl? He would not have told Jairus, fear not, only believe. He wouldn't have given him the power or the opportunity. Mm -hmm. Like this was in Jairus's court. The ball was in his court. What was going to happen to his little girl? And that kind of makes people, people don't like that. They right. like to think that God's in control. I have no responsibility in the matter. But yeah. the truth is what we talked about last week. God has told us, choose life.
1: What we believe directly impacts what we can receive. I think it's Matthew 9, 29 that says, according to your faith, let it be unto you. Mm-hmm. And, you know, we are the ones. God is not up in heaven determining who gets healed, who, who's, who's who stays sick, who who gets healed, or who's poor, or who's rich. He's not up in heaven deciding these things. He has provided everything for yes. us in his death, burial, and resurrection. Yes, the amen. promises of God are yes and amen. He has made his mind up. God wants you well, he wants you prosperous, yes, amen. amen. But whether or not we see his promises in this lifetime, we're gonna see them in heaven, yeah. right? But if we wanna see God's promises manifest in our life, on the earth, in our, in our lifetime, that determines whether we choose to believe them or not. Amen. And whether we choose to act in these things or not. And yeah. when Jesus said to Jairus, do not fear, if you study that out, the tense that that's written in it's a command. Mm. He wasn't just saying, now, now. Mm-hmm. now, now, Jairus, don't worry about it. Yeah. He was saying, no, don't fear, yeah. don't fear, stop it. Yeah. Stop it right stop now, it. kill it. Kill that fear, chop its head off. He, he knew how firm.
0: powerful the force of fear is. Right, exactly. But then the most amazing thing is how much more powerful the force of faith and how faith can override that fear. Amen. And if you fill up on faith, if you fill up on the word of God, if you keep putting it in your Mm -hmm. ears, if you keep put, if you keep speaking it out of your mouth, Mm -hmm. what it can do for you. Mm -hmm. And so many people don't recognize how powerful fear is and how powerful faith is. Right. And that you have the choice. Yeah. And so, I mean, really what came up in my heart as you were talking is I believe there's a lot of people right now that have been diagnosed with some kind of autoimmune condition, some kind of situation that uh, doctors have told you, you've got this autoimmune disease, that your body, your immune system is attacking itself, just like Hannah was Mm -hmm. dealing with. And I just believe we need to speak to that.
1: I'm I'm Um, hearing particularly multiple sclerosis. Okay. You know, I, I, I... I just feel it real strong. So right now, can I just can I just pray go for those ahead, people? I just ahead. I want to take authority right now over people that are dealing with multiple sclerosis. We we just curse multiple yes, sclerosis Jesus in Jesus' name. name. We take authority over you. We cut you off at the root, and we command every lying symptom of that disease to yes, leave. Stop, we speak full healthy mobility. We command your body to function as it was created to in Lord. Jesus' name. Thank you. Lord. Full control over all of the nerves in your Thank body. You. Right now, thank you, Jesus. Thank you, Lord. Amen. We cancel receive. that assignment. Thank you, Lord. thank you, Lord. Amen. Thank you, Lord.
0: Now, if you've received that, just open up your heart and say, Lord, thank you. That's my word you're speaking to me take today, it. and I take it. And just let it go into you and, and receive it and think about it. Amen. And now, from this point on, you just keep praising Him, even though you may not see it immediately, you may not see any proof out here. You just got a word from heaven, and that word is stronger than anything that you're dealing with or facing in the natural. You know a lot of things too. The Word of God, the supernatural um, let's see, nutrition of God's mm-hmm. word is stronger than even the nutrition that we put in our body. Amen. And God can give us wisdom on what to eat. You know, there's a lot of things that we're putting in our body that are in our food system today that are not really food. Yeah. <laughs> i can to tell you that. Non-food items. Non-food <laughs> items. And, um, you know, God will give you wisdom on what things to stay away from and what things to take. But, but even farther than that, we have the Word of God that is stronger than even any food. So don't get so caught up in every single little thing that you put in your body. God's Word is more powerful than that. And it can far supersede. The most important thing is that we begin to speak to our bodies and we begin to speak to the things that have gone wrong. The the Word of God in our mouth will go to work and take care of things that we need to take care of. Don't, don't put all your effort and all your heart into, um, Just this natural world, this natural realm, Mm -hmm. but put the majority of your time into the spiritual food. I know that the Lord spoke to me one time and he said, if you want natural results, you're going to to do natural things, which Mm -hmm. is good and right. Mm -hmm. We should. We live in a natural world. Mm -hmm. But he said, if you want supernatural results, you're going to have to do some supernatural things. Right. That's just logical. (laughs) It is. And so, you know, if you feed your body three times a day to keep yourself strong, you need to feed your body spiritual nutrition as well if you mm-hmm. have to speak this word over your body three times a day right and you have to go in, in there and and let it go to work and um you know there's certain times don't you think that if you pray in tongues or you just sit back and we talked about last week a lot about being at rest mm-hmm. and receiving you know there's a lot of uh recovery in mm-hmm. rest. Yeah. Even the word restoration, the the word rest is in the word restoration. Yeah. I mean, we every day we need restoration for our cells, the cells of our body. Yeah. We need restoration as we sleep at night. We need to do these of course these natural things as well. Mm-hmm. But but practically putting the Word of God to work in our lives and speaking over ourselves day in and day out. If you've got an issue, don't let a day go by where you don't speak to that thing. Amen. If you've got an issue with your liver or with your heart or something that's going on in your body, the Word of God is powerful enough to go to work. And I love the Hebrews version. Um, I'm sorry, the the, um, the message version of Hebrews mm-hmm. um, where it talks about, um uh, the word of God mm-hmm. is quick and sharp and powerful yeah. as a two-edged sword. Yeah. And in the um in the message it says it's as sharp as a doctor's scalpel and wow. it'll go in. And you have to think about
1: that's like God doing surgery on you. The yep. word of God can do that. And there's no side effects. No side effects. When Jesus does it, and there's no copay, it's free, there's, <laughs> there's no recovery time, it's the best kind of it's surgery. It's awesome.
0: It's awesome. So I just want to encourage you, um, hopefully that I'm not gone over time. Sorry, I'm looking at the time. Um I just want to encourage you. If you have struggled with any of these things, do what you know to do. If God puts something specific in your heart to do, use the wisdom of God, but don't forget about this word and to speak to your body and to see life come because God is faithful to watch over his word and perform it in your life. And we are expecting to hear many testimonies and good reports from this. So, um, uh, I just, I think the most important thing here is that we deal with the fear. Yeah. And first and foremost, you know, you told your story about um, whenever Hannah was just in the womb and the doctors gave you that report. And I was telling you earlier about my testimony. And I know yeah. a lot of people. I might, you might have heard me talk about this, but your mom, mom had to stand for you. Right. My mom had to stand for me. And the doctors told her she was going to miscarry. They actually told my dad collect. They go and collect the fetus in this bag. They oh gave my him a goodness. bag. And go collect the fetus in this bag and bring it back in and we'll do tests and we'll find out what's going on and what's happening to your body, why your body's not taking care of this baby and why you can't can, you know, um, go full term labor. And my, my mom walked out to the parking lot and she did a lot like you, what you did with Ashley. She looked at my dad in the face and she said, I will not lose my baby. Amen. What was that? That was words of faith coming yep. out of her heart. She had been listening to some teaching on supernatural childbirth, an old teaching by Jackie Mize. Awesome, awesome. And I would encourage any of you that are pregnant right now, go back and start feeding on the scripture and reading the word of God. Fill yourself up yeah, and get strong in faith before you go into labor and delivery. <laughs> before you get to those, the point, you need to get strong. And um, And so when that report came, she was already full. Yeah. And those absolutely. words came rolling out of her mouth.
1: Well, I mean, John, I will
0: not lose my baby.
1: In John, it says the truth shall set you free. But you know, it's only the truth we know can set us free. If we haven't, if we don't know what the Word of God says about our life, or says about our family, or says about our bodies, or our finances, or our family situation, whatever it is, then when we're in a time where we're under stress, when we're under trial, you know, we're not going to have the Word of God to stand on because we haven't first put it in us. Yeah. And, you know, we, we talked about, a bit about this last time, but we need to be spending time in our relationship with the Lord because it's not just, you know, I think kings in the Old Testament, they said um, before they went out to battle, they prepared in times of peace for times of war. They counted the cost. Mm-hmm. We can't wait for a crisis to come. Now, Jesus is there for you in your crisis moments. Mm-hmm. Some of the most powerful prayers I've ever prayed are, Jesus, help me. Yeah. And his, his grace is sufficient. He will help you through it. Amen. Yeah. But we are talking here about learning to live in the blessing of God rather than loving from miracle to miracle. Mm-hmm. Praise God for miracles. If, you're, if you are needing a miracle, Jesus has them. Yeah. Amen, I wrote a whole book about it, Yeah. right? They're for you, they're for today. His answers are yes and amen. Yeah. But learn to live in the blessing of God. That is out of a place of relationship where when fear comes against you, you can stand strong in the realm of faith and beat fear. Mm-hmm. You don't have to struggle with it, you can amen. overcome it because in the scriptures it says, Perfect love yes. is what casts out fear, yeah. Amen. Yeah. And and didn't Jesus say
0: that? We only have a few more seconds here, but didn't Jesus say that um, in John chapter fifteen where He said, "Abide in Me," mm-hmm. and at one point He says, "Abide in My love," and abiding and living in His love mm-hmm. is living the blessed, healed life mm-hmm. in a, in a in a life that's um, that you're just always. You're aware of his love and his healing power. You're aware of who he is. You're abiding. You're living in that love and living in that healing place. So um, we love you today. I want to encourage you to just get a hold of um, Carly's book. It's called Miracles and Healing Made Easy. And you can actually go to their website and they're going to give it to you for free if you want it. And it's um, www.terradezministries.com forward slash. And you can just put LTV right there. That's yeah. for Legacy TV. And they'll have it for you right there and they're going to have um, a link for you to look it up too if you need to find it
1: hey thank you so much for listening to the legacy tv podcast we hope you enjoyed this and if you'd like to hear more of jeremy and sarah subscribe to this podcast
0: and download the legacy studios app from there you'll have access to the legacy television broadcast the legacy letter magazine and so much more